What do you do when you have five guys with five different points of view, five different opinions, all on one show? Hmm. Sounds like this is going to get ugly. Say what up to Mel, T'Challa, D.A., Nori, and Eggie as they deliver brutal honesty, real talk about whatever. You are now tuned in to the rawest podcast on the planet, Uncensored Mics. All right, yo, yo, yo. Hey, this is Uncensored Mike. We back this week. I'm Nori. I'm here with the crew today. We got D.A., Mel, T'Challa, and Eggy. You. You. All right. Y'all know what it is. Hey, we're going to jump into a few topics and talk about some stuff. But before I do that, man, um, yo, how everybody been this week? Everybody good? DA, man. What's up with you? You good? Yeah, I'm good, man. You know, just same shit. Same Day, shit days going day. by fast, man. It's fucking March already. And the year just started. So before you fucking look up, it'll be December, man. Damn, I so. know. You right. <sighs> shit crazy. Yeah, yeah. Mel, what up, man? Hey, I'm excited. I'm excited. As you know, it's the month of March. My birthday, March 26th. I'll be 41, the big 4-1. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to turning the year older. And God has just been good, man. A lot of people my age and my age group, some of them dead, some of them in prison, some of them on drugs. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, I've been blessed to yeah. see 41. Well, after the 26th, see 41 years. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's what's up, man. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, T'Challa, what up with you, man? What you got going on? Everything hey, just, good? Just good. To, glad to be alive, man. Above ground. Yeah, yo, yo, Eggy, man. Hey, yo. AKA Puerto Port- Rican Patrick Swayze. Yes, sir. What's Dirty Dancing you, Edition, buddy? baby. <laughs> What's good with you, man? I'm good, man. Chilling, man. Another day alive, man. Blessed and highly favored, you know what I mean? Okay. Just, just good, man. Other than the you know, typical politic bullshit when it comes down to the factory. Yeah. <laughs> but now, nah, every, everything good, man. Everything straight, man. Bless. Okay. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Hey, I'm good too, man. I'm blessed. You know, uh, spring break is here now, so you know what I'm saying. Yes, I'm sir. Spend a little time with the family this upcoming week. Might hit the beach one day, hang out with the fam. Yes, get sir. A family quality time, man. You know Ain't what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's what I plan on doing. But hey, man, let's go on and dive into these topics, man. Let's go. What we got? Yeah. Hey, first up, yo, something crazy happened this week in sports in the NBA. I'm sure everybody heard about it. Westbrook versus a fan. And um, I'll give a quick uh, quick breakdown just in case you don't know. Um, OKC Thunder, which is Westbrook's team, went to Utah to play Utah. And while Russell Westbrook was on the bench, he got into a little verbal altercation with a fan. This fan said to him, hey, why don't you get on your knees like you're used to? <laughs> wow. <laughs> kind of crazy to say. And right away, just like any man or person would, Russ snapped right back and said, Yo, I'll fuck you up and your wife, basically. <laughs> she could get it too. Yeah. Yo, so equal opportunity. Yeah, equal well. opportunity. <laughs> hey. So, you know, Russ, of course, he, he he took the comment from the guy being racist. I'm gonna say what I wanna say about this and then I'm gonna ask the panel, everybody here, what y'all think about it. But yo, I feel like some of these fans, they feel entitled when they buy tickets, or some of them may be season ticket holders. I feel like they feel entitled. Like I can say what I wanna say to these players and 
if they're in a the lower level, they might have a little bit of money, maybe season ticket holders, and they, they might be a little, like I said, not rich, but they might have money and feel entitled, you know, if you privileged. got money, you feel privileged, exactly, that's what I'm trying to say. They had that whole shut up and dribble mentality. Yeah, shut up and dribble mentality, like they told Bron, so I feel like this fan might have felt that way, maybe he did, maybe he didn't, maybe he was a little tipsy, maybe drinking beer, but regardless, he said what he said to, to Westbrook, I feel like if that guy saw Westbrook on the street, I'm 100% sure he wouldn't have said what he said to him. <laughs> he would have acted like a fan. He would act like a fan and he, he definitely wouldn't have said nothing like that but i feel like he he felt like he can say that yo westbrook is a professional he's playing this game so i'm gonna talk shit to him and i know he's not gonna come in the crowd and come at me he, he might talk back but it is what it is so I, I feel like you know if you go to a game and, and talk shit yo you can't shoot your free throw shot sucks yo your team sucks that's cool but when you get personal Attacking or say something person. to attack yeah. them personally or say something racist to him i yo i honestly feel like yo all bets off. I'm going to talk my shit back to you and we take it from there. <laughs> now, um, yo, that's how I feel about it. But I want to ask y'all, if y'all was in Westbrook's shoes and that person said that to you, how would you have reacted? Did he go? Did he the go? Same way, the, 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 the same way. The same way. I would have checked him the same way. And Russ, that's one thing I like about Russ because he's going to speak his mind. It was several different occasions where people, whether it was the media interviewing him after a game or something, and they said something slick and he checked them. He'll check yeah, him. He'll yeah. speak his mind. So, so a hey, kudos to him. But I would have did the same thing. If you wherever you get out of line, remember when you used to grow up? If you acted up in the store, your mama whooped your ass in the store. Yeah. Wherever you wherever you got out of line at, she she snatched you back in line. Right there, so the yeah. thing is, why when it come to us as minorities, when they disrespect us, we got to take the high road and turn the other cheek and let them get away with it or to walk off and not say anything. It, it, it's time out for that. If the owner's not going to push them bleachers back, because every other sport, they're not that close yeah, to the players. They're real close I'm, in the NBA. Listen, I'm, I'm your investment. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You paying me to get out here and do this. And you don't you don't want to protect me. And You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm your investment. So if you're not going to do it, I'm going to check him myself. So, mm -hmm. so he should have checked him. Yeah, he can. Hey, I agree. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an OKC fan, a big That's Russ right. fan. Um. But everybody know Russ is Russ. Russ gonna check you any day of the week. Mm -hmm. But in Utah, especially, it's always something with a fan with Russ. Pretty much everywhere he go, that's not a home game. But in Utah, he done had other experience where um, fans done called him a boy. He just got banned for life the other day because somebody brought up the old video. The owners they said they ain't having that. Who's the dude that played for um, Golden State? Green. Green said he done heard worse stuff. In, in Utah, it seemed like Utah just seemed to be one of those places that has been tolerated, you know, and, and, and the other fans ain't came out and said nothing about it. But until they get video, then people want to come out and say, oh, this is not us. This is not how we are as Utah fans and all this stuff. But somebody was sitting beside this man who heard him say that yeah, and, and didn't have a problem with it. Like the person who recorded the video had held on to this video for a whole season. Mm -hmm. And now you just want to produce it. I mean, don't let another situation like this happen to the Russ before you come out with video that supported. Because it was fans on both sides. Oh, I support Russ. It, but it was fans on, on the other side. Oh, Russ. Russ shouldn't have been talking about him. But that man attacked Russ and his family. Like Russ said, if you attack me and my family, I'm, I'm, coming, I'm coming back at you. So don't, don't cross that line. Be a fan. Mm -hmm. Cheer, boo, whatever. But when you attack somebody personally, 
expect the same thing back. And hey, I'm I'm, I'm all for it. Hey, I, I'm like uh, the Indiana Pacers. Hey, you you throw you throw beer on me or uh, attack my character like that, I'm coming at you. Yeah, yeah. So hey, jump in the stands if you have to. I support that too. Nah, chill. I'm uh, <laughs> jump in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> Malice in Utah. Hey, I'm just saying, man. Shit. Don't attack people personally um, like that. Yeah, man. I mean, as as a sport fan, you know, and gone to several games, you know, the heck, heckling is part of the game. Yeah. But now when you when you cross the border, you cross the border when you start doing this whole taking these shit like you used to boy and all this other racist shit. Nah, that that, that shit right there, you, you got to come to a stop. So I'm I'm with Wes. I don't blame him at all. Um, I think more uh, accountability should be held on the owners. And the, the league and, itself, and the, yeah, the league itself. When it comes down with dealing with shit like this, uh, I don't know if, if maybe just having the fans sit back more further instead of courtside or, or whatever, but or, or, or just you know having more strict regulations as far as kicking the fans banning out, fans, banning yeah. fans and everything. Because yeah. right now, when it comes down to banning fans, it's real. It's it, rare. It, it, it's it, it's not that it's rare, but it gets misused. Like the perfect example, like James Dolan. James Dolan went ahead and banned the that fan. Was bu- that was bullshit. It, it is bullshit. No, he just Dan- got James, Do- James Dolan's James- reason is yes, yes, bullshit. James dude. Dolan went ahead and banned the fan because he said sell the team. Yeah. My man, that's that. Him as the dude as a nigga, that's his opinion. Mm-hmm. So then you want nothing come, derogatory, right? And not then you want to ban him. I didn't know he banned dude. I he tried, no, he, he no he banned him. And the owner he tried him. to say that they set him wow. up, but he go out there and goes right to right. this dude. And James he Dolan said I could, I wouldn't be able to deal with that type of. I guess banter from that dude, but it's like, yo, that's that's, that's crazy. Like, yeah. like cut the shit out, dude. Could have been worse. And yeah, what's even crazy? What's even crazy about James Donan? <laughs> you you know he's a musician, quote unquote. He's he, in a band. Yeah. yeah, he he was in a festival and some dude held up a sign said, "Quit your day job." Obviously, dude being a Nick fan, he wound up kicking that dude out. <laughs> yo, he's sensitive. Hey, yo, yeah, he yeah yeah, sensitive. yeah. But but going but going back to the topic, man, I think the league and owners gotta gotta step up to the plate more. And um, and and speaking of owners, man, uh, I believe the owner of the Utah Jazz, Gail Gail Miller, the female, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know how she addressed everything the next day. That was dope. Mm-hmm. How she just addressed everything and put accountabilities, and she put the accountability on the fans. Like yo, like we better than yeah, that. But like, why, why, why did it? But why did it take this incident happening when it's been happening to, for for her to address it? Because only, it happened. Because only, it happened in her court. No, no but, but it no, happened all the time. That's it, what I'm it, saying. They, it happened yeah, last players year too. have said. Players, yeah. other players have stood up and said that they they met with rude fans there, you know, time and time again. So it's yeah. like, why didn't you been before? You know, put a clause that this stuff can't go on when they buy they, when they purchase their season tickets when they purchase these tickets. Or you know, before it even get to that point, yeah, it need to if be this, some type if, of clause if, written up if, in, if the, Russ, in the. If tickets. Russ just would have been a good little nigger and not said nothing and kept on down the court and not said nothing to these people, she wouldn't have made that statement. Nothing wouldn't have never been said because it wouldn't have been addressed. And but then, then what happened is the but next. As an the owner, next, though, are you really in tune with what your fan says? Unless unless it gets put out there in the, in the news, most media, of them owners, most of them owners, sit, they they up in the sky yeah, box. and they're the sky box, most most of them the have court. a sliding window. Most of them have a sliding window no, that's some open. Sit, some sit you near the court. Some sit near the court. They can sit Mark, here. Mark Believe Cuban me, they can hear. Yeah, they not. If me as they not oblivious. They not oblivious to that shit. You're not gonna hear one person everybody, talking. You if you, you're not yeah. exactly yeah. being on a stop. But you're gonna you're hear not. something. You, you're gonna hear something that's gonna I, I make you. All the, all the yeah. noise coming from the PA and all that. Nah, you're not. Come on. But okay. I mean, but nah. but 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 if she's there every game, I, 
yo, she might not hear stuff, but I mean, you hear people talk like, yo, these fans are wild. It even yo, come from the players. Yeah, but she, but she addressed you can't crucify no, no, her for addressing this situation. Not to cut you off, but like this incident that happened last year with Russ when the dude called him a boy and all this stuff. Russ got one of the security attendants pointed the dude out because he was like three was rows the, behind. Was that the fat white dude with the hat on? He was like him and three other dudes standing were they up. In Philly? No, there was in uh, Utah. It was another dude in like Philly, in Philly, the fat with, white dude. Yeah, yeah, and they, he got kicked out. Yeah, yeah, that was that. The fat white dude was in Philly. But Russ grabbed the security dude attention. Told him something and it was pointing the dude out, and the man said something to the the security guy said something to the fan. Now, situations like that, I can understand what Mel talking about. Now, this was a situation where a hey, Russ told the security personnel what happened. He saw the fan. Now that dude need to go back to his supervisor and be like, "This is what happened with this fan on such and such role." They knew they got cameras and video everywhere, and stuff need to trickle its way up to the ownership like that. But just in general, mm-hmm. the owner ain't gonna know what's going on unless it's being passed on through right. security and the other right. workers. Yeah. The yeah. owners never know, but that you got that whole vicarious liability. No, no, but, but that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Like the owner ain't gonna like if if let's say you and DA sitting on on row three and I'm on on the other you know somewhere else in the stadium. I'm all the way in the top with the rafters. I ain't gonna hear no, what you're saying. I'm not gonna hear what you're saying unless I I'm, I'm physically looking no. and see something going on. I ain't gonna know what's going on down no, there. What, what, what I'm saying is, she aware. She, they they aware of what's going on. Um, they may not hear every incident, but I'm quite sure it don't been players that made complaints. I'm quite sure other people don't heard stuff and probably made mention behind but, closed doors. Come on, hey, y'all. Don't, don't, no, we don't know that. You assuming? You not assuming? You all assuming? Listen, come listen, come on. Hold on. Take take no take take no take for instance. Let me get my point out. Let me get my point out. Take for instance the factory. Right, anything that going on the factory, it always come. You always end up finding out about it because somebody gonna say something about it. Somebody gonna go to a hey, supervisor. Hold on, somebody gonna go. Factory hold on, right. but ain't somebody true. somebody gonna go to a supervisor that they cool with and say whatever, whoever they feel comfortable with, and it's gonna make its rounds. All that stuff always make its rounds. There's no way. There's no way you could not know what's going on in your organization. But, but, you, but, it's gonna you get know, back but, to but, somebody. But, but, but do you know it, how it, many steps it takes gonna, for you? It's gonna get back. It's hey, gonna yeah. get back. That's what to I was somebody. about to say. How far does it get up? Exactly. It, it, exactly. And not only that, but just because you hear something at the factory, don't make it true. Just because a, 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 a rumor is flowing around, don't make it true. Unless, unless, no, true we we not, not talking about rumors. We yeah, talking about the, the treatment of these players no, and the things that's being said. You got coaches. These people that saying whatever they sitting close to the coaches all right, and look, all that, so, I'm finna, I'm finna so, so they can hear Mitchell who played for Utah. This is second year playing for Utah, right? Uh, for some reason, he was unaware of the stuff that was, I guess, being said to everybody else. So to where he came out and made a statement saying, "This is not the team that he played. This is you know, this is not the community that he been living in. This ain't the stuff that he used to happening in his community, which is Utah. So if he's on the court." Right there, and don't have a clue. The owner may, you know what I'm saying. The owner may not know either. I think, yeah, you know. I think most cases, doing everything in life, you're more reactive than proactive. True. Right. So, the owner say, you know, let's say the shit don't get up to her, but now it takes a case like this. Now we got to. You got to say something. Exactly. We got to react to this. So now it's a PR I know what move. the fuck is going on. So now we about to squash this. Yeah. And I think, and she did it right. In any case. We can compare this to 9-11. Now you got to be reactive with the way you do security measures and stuff right. like that. Just anything. It always takes for something to happen. Then you got to say, oh, how do we prevent this from happening again? <laughs> the threat was always there in the beginning. 
You now you knew it's like that everywhere, even yeah. at the factory. No, that's like what that. I'm saying. You yeah, always yeah. got to be. Of course, these these places are reactive, right? So now she's going to say we're going to do everything we can in order to not make this be a spectacle again. And you know what? This shit is even worse. She's thinking because it's my shit, right? If this was fucking Mark Cuban, oh he he can deal with that. Yeah, he can deal with that. That's his shit. Steve Ballmer with the Clippers, oh this his shit. They can deal with that. But now she's going to say I have to be reacting to this not only because it happened. Because it landed it, on my desk. It landed on my ears. national news yeah. Yeah. Right. Days. And now she's saying, now I got to take care of it. Yeah. To where it may not reach her before. It may have reached her fucking, you know, second in command, third in command. And they can say, I'm more than qualified to take care of this. Yeah. Which they probably are. I mean, if you... Right. That's up, what you got right. people there That's for. what I have you for. Mm-hmm. Man, y'all done squashed this shit. Now I got to come in and take yeah. care of it. Right. Bro, owners don't make... Speeches before the fucking game. For no, they nothing, don't. Dude. They unless, don't. Unless it's a ring presentation or some shit like that, we don't address shit like this. Right. So in order for the owner to come out, now will it stop? I don't know, man. Probably you got not. probably not. But you know, something else. When it comes to fans like this and jumping off topic from what the owner did or didn't do or knew or didn't know, I've never got fans who talk like this. I've, I've, dude. I may, I'm a Cowboy fan, not really an NBA fan, but I may be like, yo. Fucking Eli, throw a fucking pick. I'm not saying yo Eli want to fuck your wife. I'm, I'm, nah, that's me. That's, me personally, that's, I don't. I don't just, get the shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I exactly. can say yo Some sack him, put put Odell, put his fucking face in the dirt, shit like that. That's all a part of the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. fan that's experience. Yo, I yeah. want to hit him hard. I want Eli to throw a pick. I want fucking Zeke to run fucking Landon Collins over and score an 80-yard touchdown. Right. That's not saying yo dick his wife down. You know, rapist kids. I don't get, yeah. bro. I don't get shit That's like that. Not me neither. No, just even, and I'm just using far out examples. But even if you say, "Yo, get out on your knees," bro, I don't, I don't get that. That talk like that, I, I can't. Yeah, I, I, that shit, I don't get that. Exactly. Like I can get, you can still talk shit. Without, without, being, without going that far, man. You can be like, hey, look at your stat. You can say some some yeah. in-game type stuff. Dude, you can say, rush game. your fucking yeah. garbage. You're shooting yeah. 20% from three. Yeah, you know what I'm 40, 40% from the free throw. You, you trash. Hey, 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 Russ ain't trash. Yeah. Russ ain't trash. I'm just, I'm just talking to you. And I can say, dude, you stink. I can be very creative with the way I tell you that you suck without... Going, dude, I don't even know your wife. Word. Dude, I don't even know. You have kids, not teenagers like Mel or myself or Nori or Jones or Eggie. You have children, four, five. I think his kid is like three. Yeah. His twins are like mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Bro, I don't even feel comfortable talking about them, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I right, even, right. Yeah. I, I don't even feel comfortable <laughs> for him. And then, you know, he's full of shit. You, you saw the interview. I his saw story the, I saw the, He started deleting the tweets. Yeah. Yep. He, oh, de- yeah. he deactivated the Twitter. Yep. Bro, he's, he, guilt, he's guilty. He's guilty. My, my, yep. And my point is, dude, when I'm guilty, I always just fall on the sword. The hey, sword. Yes. Hey, man right. up. Just man up and say, you know yeah, what? But you know everybody not built like that. You man. got me. Nah, you got not. me. But like I said, I wouldn't have even been in that position. Bro, I've been to plenty of sports games. I sit there. If it's a team I'm cheering for, I stand up and cheer. Anything vulgar, out of line, I don't I don't participate in that, man. Because I don't, I don't even feel comfortable right. talking like that. So for that fan, man, I don't. Yeah. I don't get that, bro. Yeah. I don't yeah. get that. Yeah. But get that the, the the league and owners got to step up, man, in regards to banning these players. I mean, not players, sorry, uh, banning these fans. And uh, the other thing I didn't understand too, man, was Westbrook got fined twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, he did. Hey, that I was the league because yeah, he attacked. They saying he personally attacked 
I think for, for, for the threats. Yeah, no, but, still, but you have to understand that you, um, you know when when when, when something like you that happens, your emotions yeah. are yeah, 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 you know, it's, it's, right, it's the league protecting you. This is a natural it's, reaction. You want to come out it's, like it's that? The, it's the league protecting. It's the league protecting. Yeah, even though Russ will never see that dude again in his life. No, right, ever. Ever and I don't think Russ even care about you know Russ don't yeah. Russ don't care no, but he gonna hey. tell you how you feel when when you say something. Out right. of I think, I think I, but I don't I, I just I, I don't think the league should have never. No, they, they they shouldn't have. But yo, he did threaten violence to a. It's woman. It's just showing accountability to a woman. Yeah, so we and, let we, it slide. And, we, and we know yeah. how things with women are now. The Me Too Act, all this other stuff, domestic violence. Yeah, so but what he he already, to, he already showed had, accountability when he said, "Yo, I would never do that. I never did that." Yeah, yeah. In the interview, you know, I mean, you gotta understand in a situation like that, your emotions is all over the place. But you trying to defend yourself. You look like that dog being in the corner. You know what I mean? The NBA got to do it. But, yo, Russ makes $35 million this year. That $25,000 is nothing. It's nothing. He'll pay that. He'll pay three times that gladly if he can talk some more shit to that dude. So that's nothing. Man, I just think, you know, fans, you got to hold yourselves accountable. Yep. Like, yo, why are you talking crazy to this dude? This dude didn't know you from a fucking can of paint. Mm -hmm. So why why are you talking to him like that to get a, I mean, what, what kind of rise are you trying to get out of him? I just don't get it, man. Like I said, you can be much more creative in telling them how bad of a player he is without attacking him personally. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go. Yeah, you. Can. I, and I mean, let's say get on your knees wasn't even racist. What do you mean by that? It was. I thought homosexual. Yeah, I thought it was a homosexual so what, what remark. You, That's you, how I would have took so it before ta- I took it as a racist about? remark. I don't myself. even. What, what, bro, what are you? What are you talking about, bro? What are you? What are you yeah. talking about? Get down on my. What are you talking about, dude? I would have took it that way, bro. You you would have lost me, right? As an NBA player, I, I'd be thinking you lost me, dude. I'm, I'm lost to get on your knees, shit. And I'm pretty sure and Patrick Peterson backed Russ up and said, "Yo, everything Russ said, he said that everything Russ said the dude said, he said." I was sitting right next to him. He said it. Mm-hmm. I believe he your said. Your tweets back up racist behavior. Uh, come at me, nigger boy. Russ is yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Blah 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 blah. Right, and then. You show an admission of guilt when you start deleting them. Why are you deleting these tweets? Yep. Why'd you deactivate your Twitter? Man, that shit, it, it blows me when fans think they have any type of, you know, when they do that, it comes off as real, real like dance for me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I bought these seats, so I, I quote unquote own you. I, I can talk to you how I want to talk to you. You know, I can do whatever, whatever, if I'm not a fan of you. You know, that's how it comes off. It's, it's like that one dude that tells the cop, I pay your salary. Yeah, it's just like that. <laughs> like, give me a ticket. I right. pay, I pay, I pay we, your salary. You pay your salary. Right, so that's right, how right, it comes right. off. It's like, yo, I bought these tickets. I spent a good amount of money on them. So therefore, I should be able to talk to you and treat you however I want. And you shouldn't say nothing. So it comes off as like, yo, shut the fuck up. And, and just pretty much take whatever I say. Just take it. Just go and continue to go out there and play basketball. You got to think, bro, that's not what you're here for. Yep, <laughs> that's not what you're here for, and you got to think. And Russ is probably thinking, bro, if if you didn't say a fucking word to me, I wouldn't even know you exist. I have no, I have no, I don't even want to fucking talk to you, let alone know you're here cheering. You yeah, you, you 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 a jazz fan? Yeah, I don't you care about you. I'm here to play. Uh-huh. Right. I don't want to talk to you. Right. I don't want to interact with you. Right. I don't want nothing with you. So the fact that you think I would even want to entertain this type of behavior from you is crazy. And Russ has told plenty of fans this. It's not his first incident telling the fan to yo. Shut the fuck up and sit down. He told a fan that last year, I think in Denver, uh, he got. What, he did tell him shut the fuck up and watch the game. That was with the, <laughs> no, that was with. I think that was last year in the dude in Denver. He told the dude, "Yo, sit the fuck down with your wife and enjoy the game." Right. I mean, maybe is Russ a hothead? Probably, but I mean, I don't think he's doing any of this unprovoked. 
He just don't go up to Eggy in the third row of the Magic game and say, yo, shut the fuck up. And Eggy says, I haven't said a fucking word all game. Right, right. No, I, I said something to him. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? To, to to stir that type of reaction. I mean, yeah, it's definitely being provoked, man. But, you know, like it's kind of bitty, you know, the onus and the it starts with itself. the fans. Right. Like, yo, you're a fucking adult. Hold yourself accountable in the right. way you talk to people. But because I, if you saw me on the streets, you wouldn't talk to me like that. You and I both fucking know that. You wouldn't tell right. me, yo, Russ, get down on your fucking knees. He'll be asking for an autograph, and can he, can he take a picture? Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what up. I ran into this person at this restaurant. That's exactly what he'll be doing. But my he'll only be thing, fucking trolling me in, in, in public, dude. Yeah. So, But my only thing is, I know somebody in that organization that matters or that can get it higher up, know the stuff that's going on. So I, I still say a lot of this stuff go on. And like you say, most stuff is reactive. But it's some stuff that I believe come – Across the front office desk and stuff, and they kind of try to hush it and hope it don't blow up. And then it's like, okay, now that it has blown up because it's been swept under the rug too long, now we got to address it. But a lot of stuff, I mean, I think we just have to know. Well, like in the you know, like the whole Sandusky shit, yeah, that shit, you know, a lot of shit got blown under the fucking desk and this shit didn't go up, you know what I mean? But in this situation like this, like, you know, like I mentioned earlier, dude, the process, the steps that they got to take for it to go all the way up to the top. No, but what I'm saying, this this, this is not the first incident. You know, everybody talking about it like this, the first time something like this ever happened. To this degree. Yeah. No, to, not to it really. making the it news just, like it is. It's because this particular time it made the news because they pretty it's, much was they pretty much recording Russ cussing yeah, this guy yeah, out. Yeah, That's yeah, why. Somebody caught it but, on, on but camera. It's, yeah. it's been going on. It's just All other players shut the fuck up and don't. Right, but you, know, you got to right, say you, nothing. Right, but you yeah. also got to understand that we're dealing in this era right now, which is super hypersensitive on everything, and everybody has everybody's everybody ha- everybody has a camera right. phone that can record. So it, 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 it's going to reach the media a lot quicker mm-hmm. and it's going to get broadcasted a lot faster and reach a lot of people because everybody got their phones and everybody's recording. And I think, you know, Mel, I'm not saying I disagree, but I think, I, I, I don't think everything reaches an owner's desk. Nah. It's like, yo, this shit ain't worth me taking to Mark Cuban. Yep. Like, I can take care of this. Whether it be like, you're my right-hand man. Bro, I, I fucking, you got a fucking unruly fan. You can take care of that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't fucking need no, but, me to but, come down. Everybody's responsible. Everybody's responsible. But, but, but everybody's saying, responsible. No, but what I'm saying is, okay, maybe I handled it before it got to the owner because that's my job. But the thing is, somebody who knew or somebody in the owners in the circle know what goes on. That's the purpose of me paying you. That's like me starting a company and I hire a CEO and things are going on in the company. I'm still liable because I'm the owner of the company. I still need to know everything that's going on with the company, whether it's big or small, because anything can grow and blow back on me. That's the reason why you got security. That's the reason why you got coaches, general managers, assistants, and, and so I'm, forth. But I'm quite sure. I'm quite sure at some point in time, those owners sit down with a meeting to find out what's going on in their organization. And I guarantee you, it stops somewhere because they say, "Well, I'm not going to bring it to the owner because if I do that, then it make it seems like I'm not doing my job." So I'm, no, I'm, going, I'm, I'm me, going to stop it right Informing there. me what's going on is, is not not doing your job. Not doing your job is something happening you didn't take care of it or you didn't address the issue. But you still need to inform me this was an issue, this took place, this is how I handled it. But I'm telling you what the mindset could have be because right now we're just dealing off assumptions and just assuming that, you know, this person knows or the owner knows shit, right? So no, that's so th- What I'm saying is 
the owners know what goes on at these games, big or small. They know pretty I don't much think so. what's going at, at time at, at one nah, time or another. Nah. I, I yeah. think so. I, yo, I, I agree with you, Mel, man. I think I think they know. You know what goes on under your roof. You know what I'm saying. The so owner's not going to know absolutely not, not, everything not, not, that not goes everything, on. Not everything. Not everything that goes on. No, I'm talking on. about. I'm talking right about there. the stuff that's going on with what fans yell out and yeah. stuff like that. They may not know exactly what fan, but they know it go on there. You can't yeah. tell me you don't I'm, know this go on right. in this I'm, arena. I'm just going to agree to disagree. But, I'm I'm with DA man. Me and no, DA, we on the no, same page. I, I just don't think certain. I think this shit, this shit, gets to the owner. Right, this shit. Yeah, of course, because it was all everywhere. exactly it was right. Everywhere. Shit, shit, right. like like well, little okay. stuff. We have certain incidents within the arena where we got certain amount, certain types of fans, and blah 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 blah. Bro, I pay you a million dollars a year to handle this shit. Right, you fucking handle. But it. you yes. know it go on though, right? But you know, you yeah, know, but just I, go but, on. That's all I'm saying is you can't act like you didn't know that this type of stuff go on in this arena. Well, I may know it, but I may not know the severity of it. Yeah. I think all of it is severe. You may just say, oh, we got some unruly fans. Right. Okay. Boom. You take care of it, Eggy. You're my fucking whatever chief of staff. Fucking handle it, dude. And, right. But when this shit happens to say, damn, bro, you just told me it was some fans out of line. Not this shit. Right. But, so hey, but that, she did it right, and, though. And, but she and did it right. And that's all I'm it. saying. And that's all I'm saying. That was my initial point is mm -hmm. you can't tell me you didn't know that this don't go on inside your arena and you said eggy oh no there's no way she knew i didn't say it, no it, way it. i said that by the time it gets up to her the situation probably already got handled or the general manager or anybody that's underneath her brush it up under the carpet and decided to take care of it they own way because we don't think this is yeah. worthy of the e owners exactly yeah, but, but that's what, what i yeah, said but what i what i was saying is and you, she she know she know it go you you got no to know. you you said i said no she knows. you said she's in a skybox windows open and she could hear everything that happens courtside and that's no you, you say the owner's you said the owners sit up, and I say, yeah, they sit in the skybox. They have their win. They had They had the windows open, and you they said can that they can hear everything. They, they, no, they can't hear. Bro, we talking about listen. twenty thousand plus people winning a freaking so, arena, so you, dude. So you, you, to you mean to oh, tell oh, me now? Nah. Oh, no, you trying to tell me that the only unruly people are sitting down by the um? You you mean to tell me people up in the rafters that sitting close to the skybox don't say derogatory shit? Come on. I'm going to tell you why I don't come on, I'm going to tell you why I don't think I'm going to tell you why you just assume you assuming shit, dude. I'm going to tell you why I don't think they do because if you can't hear it, I don't give a fuck. So if I'm up in the rafters and I know uh Nori who's playing point guard for the Magic can't hear me say, "Dude, I'm going to fuck your kids up." They don't say. It. I've been to Magic games. Up in the rafters, they don't say shit like that. And I think they don't say it is because the type of reaction I want, I'm not going to get. I'm only going to say that if I know Nori can hear me. And I'm guaranteed a reaction. Right. That's when people say shit like that. When they think he's looked at me, he knows I'm here, he knows I'm in the second, third row. I'm going to get a reaction. Dude, that's why people do that. Right. For a reaction. So I know, bro, if I'm if I'm once if I'm if I, if I stand up and I can hit my head on the roof, there's no reason for me to talk crazy to him like that because that's not going to garner the reaction that I, I want or that I'm looking for. And I've said in magic games, but there have been home magic games. And I ain't never heard nobody say nothing crazy. But, I mean, maybe if Mark Cuban sits in the, in the he sits right behind the basket. Steve Ballmer sits right behind the basket. Would fan, would a fan really say that in front of an owner? In front of a, Mel, do you think a fan would say, hey, Russ, I'm going to fuck your wife in front of an owner? I don't think he would. Listen. I don't think he would. And he personally, and, I wouldn't. And, I so. If and, I knew Mark Cuban is in front of me, 
bro. Yeah. I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not, and I, I, yeah, I don't think I, a fan. And would I think Mark Cuban no, would have went ahead and handled that situation. Yeah. I think he would have. If, if, if he would have heard something, I think he would have handled the situation. Oh, yeah, he because that whole incident fans. happened where one of his staff was uh, sexually harassing Sexual, yeah. other staff members. That wasn't even. He was. He cleared house. Yeah. Yeah. He, he cleared house big time. I mean, I. I I, I don't go to a whole whole lot of uh, NBA games. I've been to a whole lot of uh, football games. And whether you sitting low or whether you sitting high, some fans say some derogatory stuff. No, yeah. Ain't nobody yeah, arguing that. We know that. Some, yeah, of course. Some derogatory stuff. Oh, yeah. And my only point was you can't act like it don't go on in your arena. You can't act like you oblivious to, okay, it happens. You, you've heard of it happening at other other places or other arenas with other teams and other owners and be so naive to think that it's not going on. Okay, so I mean, let me ask you a question. So you, brought, you brought it up and you made example. You made um, you made mention of it and you brought it up in the example. You think the head guy at the factory knows every single derogatory thing that goes on there? Hell no. no. So the same can be said for an owner too, right? No. He may not know everything that go on, but at some point it's coming across his desk. Depends. Depends on the situation. Depends on how big it gets. Depends on how big it gets. Or whether his 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 man's say, I can handle it, he don't need to know about it. If it's serious enough, it's going to come across his desk. All right. And this was serious it, enough that it came across Miss Miller's desk and she addressed it. She did it right. It, but what, no, yeah. but what I was saying is she can't be naive to think that it don't go on there. We don't know that. that. that yeah, but honestly, I think it goes on in every arena, every coliseum. So, 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 let me ask y'all this. Hold on, let me ask y'all this. So, you mean to tell me, if all of us are team owners, right? Right. And let's say this particular incident happened at at my arena, and okay. we all have conversations or whatever, and we say we 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 venting about the different things that's going on in our arenas. Then you have to be naive to think that it don't go on in yours. It goes on in all. All I'm saying is it goes on in all of them, so she shouldn't have been shocked when it went on in hers. That's all I'm saying. Ain't nobody saying she's shocked. So I mean, so every owner should go ahead and address every team every day before every game. No, but I think every owner should address this issue. I mean, I go ahead and address this issue. I don't think she was shocked, but she gonna. I think she said, "Yo, I haven't even seen the, the, the video." But I think she said, yo, we're going to nip this shit in the bud. Pretty much. To sum it all up, that's exactly okay. what she said. So, Basically. I don't think she was she was ever shocked. I don't think she was. I mean, the sports. I mean, they, you, you expect this type of shit to happen. I mean, not, not in the aspect as far as uh, I think, racist remarks, like, but you expect the heckling and all yeah, this other shit. Of course. That's a, that's a given. Yeah, it is. So, it was like... A, I, a, I'm thinking that she said something about, this is not our fans, this is not what our fans are about. You know, for, you know, yeah. just not what we stand for. I mean, that's, I think that's just standard that, that's rhetoric. That's just generic. Yeah, yeah that's right. just generic. That's even, what I was going to say. Even how, she, genuine, how genuine yeah. do you think her speech was? Did she say it because, oh, they blasting us all on ESPN? And, and I stuff think now, that's so what it was. I got to come. That's but you I, just got to, you got to, I mean, I, I think she would have never addressed it if if they wouldn't have recorded it and put it in the news. And I think it's been going on. It's just this time it happened with somebody that was newsworthy. But I think we can go to. Like, we can go to any NBA arena, and I think, I mean, maybe some more than others, depending on where they're at. I mean, Detroit is one of the blackest fucking cities in America, and that motherfucker threw that beer on Ron Artest. He saw what happened. Yeah, so I think we can go Lights to... Out. I think we can go to any, and I, I don't even think it's just a Utah thing. I think it's a fan and an ownership type thing when it comes to these players and attending these games. 
that mindset of I bought this ticket. So therefore I get to say whatever the fuck I want. I don't even think it's a it's a Utah thing. Maybe it, is it Utah more than other uh, more than Orlando? Probably. Utah more than LA? Probably. Probably. But I just think it's a it's a yeah. fan thing. Period. You saw Russ got into it with the fan in Denver. The fat white guy in Philly who was talking shit to him. You saw Ron Artest in Detroit. You saw fucking uh, Montrez Harrell got into it a couple months back and I'm, with and, a, and, uh, with the fan. Um, you saw Marcus Peters got into it with the fan where he ran off in the stands. That was a black and, dude. And, and so, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You, What makes you think that it can happen in all these places, but it's not happening at your, you know, at yours. And that's all I'm saying is there's no way that you can be like, okay, it don't happen here. Yeah, it happened. It got the spotlight. She addressed it. She did what she was supposed to do. I'd be pissed off at her. She wouldn't have never addressed it. Or nobody would have never addressed it. I agree. She stepped up. She addressed it. She said what she said. Keep it moving. How genuine was she? Don't know. You got to no. take it for face value. Yeah. But the fact that she addressed it and she handled that situation, kudos to her. Now the league got to step up too. Because if, if James Dolan could go ahead and just ban a fan <laughs> for saying sell the team... You know what I mean? Like, the league got to put him in check for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, just a whole bunch of shit that comes into play. But the league definitely got to step up, man, and put the and, and, and put more accountability on the fans and, and ban them more quicker, dude, because it, it's crazy. I'm at work. And then for it's you to job. say some dumb shit, yeah. talk yeah. about my kids or Ray, get on my knee, like, like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, it's crazy. At the end of the day, I'm a man, dude. Mm-hmm. Fuck the uniform. I'm a man first. Yeah. Watch your fucking mouth or you're going to get knocked the fuck out. Agree. And I think that that type of behavior is just weirdo, dude. It's yeah, just it weird. is, that's dude. That's that you even feel comfortable saying that type of shit in public. That's dude. crazy. To like yeah. men you don't know or anybody, man, women you don't yeah. know, right? To go that vulgar is like, yo, that's 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 weirdo shit, bro. Word. That's him. Like, though. You feel that's comfortable his saying that because that, that's his character. That's why you feel comfortable mm-hmm. uh, with saying it. You can even see from you know the tweets and tweets. stuff. Yeah, he's, and he's, then he's, they say uh, alcohol tell all. So now you get alcohol in the system. Yeah, and he beer. get courage. That's yeah. liquid courage now. Exactly. Now dude. I'm gonna say everything. Everything I said at home, I'm gonna mm-hmm. say it now. I'm about to say it out loud. I don't care no more. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, but also uh, moving on, yo, we briefly might have touched on this on another episode, but yo, Eggy and DA, y'all said, yep. um, you know, other sports, I don't really go to uh, baseball games, soccer games, but y'all said that fans yell racist stuff too, but I, I look at it as the how close they are to the players when a player is in the outfield in baseball, he's still distance away that people might yell stuff, but they're still not as close. They throw stuff. I mean, because you know, with, with, with baseball players, Yo, Bro, it's that just shit me. is it's the just, worst. It's just me standing out. It's just me standing out there. It's standing out there, but there's I, no, there's no umpires, there's no officials. It's just me. They could be yelling stuff, but can you hear them yelling clearly? Every word for word, everything they're saying. You depend. might hear them say, "No, listen, let me." I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna give you an example, right? Yeah. I was in Yankee Stadium. We was at the bleachers, so we right there, front row in the bleachers in the back. I think we was, I don't know, I forgot. Right field, left, whatever position. Bernie Williams played. My memory's so messed up, man. I guess that shit comes with age. He's in the outfield. I don't yeah, someone in the yeah. outfield, right? <laughs> yeah. So we right there. So there was this dude who was just talking mad trash. He was, you know, he, he wasn't even a Yankee fan, but he just talking mad shit to Bernie Williams. And I forgot what he, he said something in Spanish, right? And once he said that, Bernie Williams looked back, like got out of his position, looked back and started staring at him. Yo, when that happened, dude, like, 
kind of stood there, and then everybody else, yo, they they took dude hat, they started playing salute you with the shit, yo. It got to the point where the security came and removed the dude, cause like the fan, the fans was getting on him. But that's just imagine being the home team though, <laughs> being the home team, and you talking to the to the other team talking trash, bro. Like Boston is infamous for that. Like, yeah, the yeah. shit that they do, that yo, forget about it, bro. And that shit, in, in baseball, that shit never gets addressed. You don't see none of that shit making the news on ESPN or nothing like that. All the clips that I've seen has been based on YouTube. When I, you know, like I put in the, in the group chat mm-hmm. the other day, all the racist shit from baseball fans say, the stupid shit that soccer fans do, mm-hmm. the hockey fans, mm-hmm. but don't none of that shit get addressed. None, none of it get addressed. Okay. So yo, what did he say? You said he said something to him. I, I think he what said. He I think he's. Uh, if I remember correctly, because this is over ten plus years ago, I think he could call him a cabron. Oh. <laughs> now, when you say that shit to a Latin man, you know, don't it, it's fighting words. Yeah. Translated, what it mean? That mean cabron. It's like it's like, faggot, right? Something to that nature, yeah. That too, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's fighting words right there. Yeah. So you know, Bernie went. I'm yo. He looked back and he was just like. Like what? Like and he like took off his glasses. Yeah. He took off his Oakleys and looked at him. Was like what? And then all the fans saw that and they started just roasting, dude, throwing shit, throwing dreams. Took his hat, started throwing that shit all over the place, and they got him the fuck out of there ASAP. Yeah, and I think sometimes, man, I've seen you know you got outfielders. Depending on where you at, they sit up there. I mean, because it's sometimes really long breaks in between like at bats, and sometimes if a motherfucker don't hit a ball in the outfield, you just sitting there. For hours, you know, yeah. yeah, they've had com- they have conversations back and forth with fans in the stand stands. Um, I think I told you guys earlier about Adam Jones, where the fans in Boston were uh, yelling racial slurs, you know, through peanuts at them, you know, and this shit like that. Where you know, you got to think. I think out there in the stand, the outfield, there's no security. There's security along like the uh, the lines, like where the dirt and shit is, right. like along the field, but not actually in the outfield. The so foul line, yeah, yeah. Uh, where the foul line is. They're security people. Mm-hmm. So in the outfield, man, it's just fucking, it's just y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you're in a city like Boston or where it's, you know, a rivalry like Boston, New York, I'm pretty sure you hear some shit where it's like, who the fuck is policing these motherfuckers, yeah. man? Yeah. And then when you got alcohol, bro, if I'm, if I'm a Yankee playing in Boston and I'm <sighs> black, nobody's going to stop this dude from talking to me crazy. Bro, you can't even be a Yankee fan wearing a Yankee hat or apparel at at Boston Stadium. Or vice versa, being from Boston so, in, yeah. in the state. You, you can't do that. So, you they, can't do that. They, they can be on but, ass yeah, game. And going back, it was uh it was actually center field mm-hmm. where we were sitting at. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure the, the shit that these these guys here, you know, in sports in general, is like, man, why the fuck? Who it's just like I I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Like yeah, that, just that, to even talk crazy yeah, like that. And it's it, like it's bro, you it's, it's, it's crazy man. disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. But yo, hey, we're gonna we're gonna switch it up a little bit. Well actually we're gonna stick on, I guess, sports for a quick minute, man. Yep. Yo, let's briefly talk about the free agency and and some some trades that just happened. We got two stub receivers, Odell Beckham now is in Cleveland. Yo, we got A B Antonio Brown out there in Oakland. And and they two probably the two best receivers in the game and you know, some other, you know, free agent pickup. Bell is now back on the team or whatever. But yo, Eggy, since you a Giants fan, yo, <laughs> honestly, Odell, stud receiver. I wanna know your 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 feelings about that, man. And come on, man, let me let me know what you think. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be frank. I haven't really been following the NFL the last two years. Mm-hmm. 
behind you know the whole cap shit. Yeah. So I really haven't been paying attention, but I know who's who and what's what. And I think that's just bullshit. That should have just fucking. I don't, why pay him all that money and then just to get rid of him? The very next year. And then we still got Eli. Yeah, yeah. Why is why is he gone and Eli still on the team? Right? Eli, like Eli. Yeah. And we still got Eli. I mean, I, I you know Barkley. Yeah, he's he's producing. Mm-hmm. I get it. But come on, you have that more than him. You need more than just Barkley. Dope. Yeah, you're making us a two way team. You got you got Barkley and then you got Odell. Odell. Come on, dude. And then they might. And then that's I a they dope were ass grab- fucking combo. Now you putting everything on fucking yeah on Barkley on Barkley to fucking carry the whole weight, dude. And I thought they were gonna draft. Uh, and we Haskins. and we already know that running backs have the shortest uh, yeah, yeah. career span. They came out today said they not fucking with Haskins. Oh, they not? Yeah, they said he don't, he don't I, fit. He don't fit the team. I saw that, but I oh, think it might that? be a smoke, yeah. smoke screen. screen. I think it's a, mo- a so smoke nobody screen. Don't jump I, him it, it, it was just don't trade above them to yeah. get him. And then what we traded him for? Come on, yeah. come on, son. That's, it's, yeah. it's stupid, man. But let me, but let me ask you this: Do you think they just really got him out of there because they feel like he's too much of a distraction? You know, he had a couple things happen he, off the field. Yeah, he's been a knucklehead. Yeah, dude. yeah. And you just he, paid him last year. I know, but do you think that has something to do with it? He's too much of a distraction. You know, he had the little the on on the sideline, his sideline antics <laughs> with the with the, the net, gold, the, the net, net yeah. yeah, the net, and then proposing to the net. And and, and I mean, you, you know, seen him throw tantrums and shit too. Yeah, throwing tantrums. his helmet down, crying. Yeah, yeah. yeah so but he's still a stud, though. I mean, I honestly feel the same way. All that his ability, him being an, an elite receiver, and as great as he is, I feel like you can overlook all them small distractions. When you when you balling and putting up stats and numbers like him, that's why I say he had yo, to have been a fucking knucklehead. Maybe dude. maybe stuff going on. That there's we don't probably there's probably some shit that happened in the locker room yeah, that yeah, probably we went. Don't, we don't see yeah. it, no because yeah. they probably say yo we we can't do it, dude. We tried, we paid you, we thought you would be, you know you would become even less of a fucking knucklehead, but the money probably made you more of one. We thought it would calm you down, but dude, to trade him after only a year, you just gave him the fucking contract, dude. Mm-hmm. You accepting all that fucking dead money on your cap. You just fucking paid him. And he's still, he's 25. Yeah. So with the AB shit, he was, he was doing everything in his fucking power to get up out of Pittsburgh. He was sabotaging, bro, he was doing everything. It worked. Calling out the QB, calling out the coach, calling out the owner. He was doing absolutely everything. He even dyed his mustache and had some funny hairstyle. Yeah, man, doing (laughs) all types of weird shit. To look crazy. Yeah, he was purposely doing shit. He was doing that shit to look crazy. You know, he's 31. Same thing with Pittsburgh. You just fucking paid him. Yeah, but you just fucking paid him. Odell wasn't doing no crazy answers like that. I mean, what about the year before when he got caught with the, the pizza and the cocaine and shit? Yeah, the cocaine in the, in the on video. Allegedly, with, it was with, the with white the substance. Yeah, the, the white substance. I mean, maybe it was BC powder, but... But even after that, they still paid him. They gave him the money. See, now, when it comes down to shit like that, because that came after they had to renew his contract. Mm-hmm. Oh, before. Yeah, before. Yeah, before it came before. Because they so, were saying, and, and, should we and pay and him because of A lot of these owners, they... Come on, son. We... Look at the track record. Every time, you know, every time the free agent come up, when they got to sign up, they're always trying to throw their star player under the bus not to cut him that check. Mm-hmm. So, right when he had to resign, y'all want to come up with all this quote-unquote dirt with this chick and quote-unquote... Come on, son. So, now you trying to you trying to reduce his value. Drug test him. I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah, I'm sure they did after that. Ain't shit come back positive. So, you you trying to ruin this dude's name. So so we then then we talk about the antics. Did San Fran get rid of T.O. when he signed the fucking football? No, <laughs> no, right. So come on, man. As long as you were studying, you producing. Why are you gonna get rid of him? Why get rid of OBJ? 
is bullshit. Now you put in everything on Barkley, on Barkley. And we all know that running backs have a short span career when it comes to being in the NFL. They, yo, they, they get hit by a Mack truck every play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Every play. So, come on. You just, you just putting more work on a, on, I mean a, on, on a horse, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Now, I also heard that um, they might have traded OBJ because they felt like he might influence Barkley. So yeah, negatively. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, maybe his lifestyle, he parties, hangs out, you know, and, and the other distractions. They felt like, let's get him out of here. So, Barkley, who seemed like a humble kid, can, can, can stay on the, the straight and narrow, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? So, that could be a reason why they got him up out of there, too. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But, uh, yo, what y'all think about Bell with the Jets? You, you saw the interview what Bell did like last year and he was like yo I never play for the Jets for any amount of money in the world yeah I heard something like that yeah he said, he said <laughs> they have to pay me 100 million pay me 100 million to go for the Jets and, and then, then bro you take about 40 yeah so, you, take, you take less than half of that now to play for him so shit. it kind of it kind of is like after going one year without nothing that, that, yeah, that, that yeah. shows you how the market was for him and it probably wasn't shit. what he thought it was no cause he probably didn't want to go to the fucking Jets no he did especially like, after saying that like I'm damn. used to playing for a fucking contender yeah and now, and now I'm, I'm going to a team that's rebuilding, rebuilding and they are gonna run the fucking wheels off me yeah but hey, he had to take it. Like I said, he missed out on fifteen million last year. He so missed out on yeah, fifteen. That's a lot of money. So he said, yep. "Hey, right, let me get back." And then you take that fifteen mil, then you cut it in half because Uncle Sam take about forty five percent of that. And that <laughs> yeah. New York tax. Woo. Yeah, because yeah, they got state and federal tax. Yup, yeah, they do. So, but the Browns are stacked. Oh, they stacked right now. Oh my god, they should win that division. They should. You think so over the Steelers? Over yeah, over the Steelers because the Steelers lost. I mean, they still AB. got Juju. I know, but they lost AB, who's a top. Juju said he's going to step up, man. Oh, he's going to ball out. He said y'all going to get ready to see a number one receiver, dude. Yeah, that sounds good. But when you don't got somebody like AB <laughs> on the other take side. That attention off of that you. attention in that, you know, double. You one-on-ones all game. All, all day with AB on the other side. Yeah. Now, people keying in. But on you know the thing about Pittsburgh? Yo, they just draft good receivers. Yeah, they do. Dude. We talked about that. Emmanuel, yeah, Mike Wallace. Emmanuel Sanders. Mike Wallace. Fucking Plaxico, Santonio, Hans Ward, AB. They good at drafting just receivers. Fine. You're hey, right. Juju. They just find fucking good receivers, so dude. They'll probably find somebody. And Connor in the backfield was a good bell replacement. He, he played good. He played. He played real solid. And even last when year. he got hurt, the San, the Saunders kid came in and played. Who came good. in and filled in for him? Sanders, Jalen Sanders, Saunders. Yeah. Played fucking good. Yeah. He did. So I mean, I don't even really think they they issues. And let's be honest. Even with AB and Bell, they ain't win shit. Mm-hmm. They got to like I think one AFC title game. Yeah. Fucking getting spanked by the Jaguars and Blake Bortles at home. So, I mean, how much did having A, B, and fucking Bell really fucking help you? Yeah. I mean, it made you contenders. It made you decent in the regular season, but you get to the postseason and piss the bed. Yeah. So, they fucked up when they eh, got there. I mean, maybe it's addition by subtraction. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But I know Big Ben, he ain't got no fucking excuses now, man. Nah, he so, doesn't. He ain't got no fucking excuses. Step the fuck up, man. Yeah, basically. That's cool. All right, on the next little topic I want to talk about briefly is... um. Something that's been going on the last two or three weeks <laughs> with Kanye and his Sunday service. I think he out in Africa somewhere like that, and he I, got the he, he got the black choir coming out <laughs> draped in all white, and um yo playing instruments and singing, and they jamming. I, I give it to him now. They jamming out there. They playing classics songs, some of his classics, other classics, but yo they jamming. So I want to know what do y'all think is the meaning behind this? Is Kanye trying to gain forgiveness for all the the, the crazy shit he been doing over the last year or so with Trump, and then um, yes. just a couple months ago he was ranting tweets daily about <laughs> Drake, 
that we all were scratching our heads like, where's this coming from? So, <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we, we all know, you know, Kanye has some issues, but do y'all think he's doing this solely because he's trying to gain forgiveness or is it just something he's feeling on the inside and he Man, just, this since he's over there in the motherland, he feels like, I want to get this out, this he, inspirational stuff out right all now. All this shit <laughs> is a clean up, man. It's a clean up to all the shit that he did, man, and said and tweeting and everything, man. I, I don't believe him at all. This is this ain't nothing but clean up. Not even a little bit? No, I don't. <laughs> the whole thing going, yo, after you do this whole Trump shit, you wear the freaking, you revamp <laughs> The MAGA hat, right? Yeah, <laughs> you revamp yeah, yeah, the yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. You made it your style. You stand by it. And then you oh, and then you say, oh, I'm going to wear my hat regardless. And I'm going to keep this. And all of a sudden now, after that, after you got flame for, for a minute. He got yeah, flame. For a good minute. <laughs> all of a sudden now, oh, well, I want to push back my album. I need to go back to the motherland and redo my album over there in Africa. <laughs> no, he's trying to get back in the graces yeah, of Yeah, this, this ain't nothing but clean hey, up, hey, man. We- and and then the messed up part is that people were actually falling for this yeah, shit. They falling for it. They falling for this shit, just because they hear their favorite tune being sung by a choir. Oh man, that's soul to soul, sang by a choir. That shit sounds amazing. Oh, we got Yay back. No, this ain't nothing but clean up and all y'all all being bamboozled, man. Yeah, that's exactly what people are doing. Oh, he's singing some fucking, he's singing some soul to soul. So what? Gives a fuck. Like anybody should be able to clearly see through what he's doing. He's trying to gain acceptance by doing dope shit by doing cool shit so he so all the black people all the minorities can say oh man he's back he's back on that dope shit that cool that soulful shit this, this is all a ploy man, we don't believe to, you you to need the next more time people. he does some exactly. goofy shit he's dude it's just it's just who he's become now he's become a troll he's become a manipulator he's become in a manipulator in the sense of getting people to fall for shit yep you know what i'm saying to to to, to buy the act He's putting out. That's who he's become now. Like Kanye can do nothing, and I'm gonna think, oh, he's being genuine. He's being sincere. It's nothing he can do at this point that makes me be like, I, I believe him. Yeah, I believe him because I, right. I because I did that before, and then he he turned around and he fooled me. So at this point, it's like whatever, man. I, I don't give a fuck about Kanye or the goofy shit he does, the the antics. The, the fucking foolery. I don't give a fuck about it. Yeah, me neither. Fuck I mean, it. y'all know. I, at one point, I was defending him. Yeah, you were. You I were. was defending him. And then it's like, <laughs> no, the you threw the towel in. Yeah. Like, fuck it, man. This now dude, I'm, now no hope. Yeah, like, come on, dude. Like, <sighs> Yeah, I, re- I remember oh, you said you felt God. like people were gaining up on him because it was the cool thing to do. Right. Yeah, fucking with Kanye while he acting like this. But yeah, after he kept doing it, yeah, you said fuck him too. And you bring, <laughs> you, you're bringing up Drake for no reason and start saying all this other shit. Like, that nigga obsessed with Drake, dude. Yo, for yeah. real. Yeah, he, he, obsessed, he obsessed with Drake, man. Yep. I don't know uh, okay. what Drake did to him, but he's obsessed, dude. I got a question. We, all, we all know what I got Drake a question. Is. We all know yo, what Drake did yo, to his wife. Who, who's more obsessed with Drake, Kanye or Joe Budden? <laughs> <laughs> nah, Kanye got Joe beat, dude. Yeah, you think Kanye so? Kanye got Joe beat. Yeah. Kanye, for a while, Joe was. Yo, but Joe but brings Joe, up Drake every episode. episode. He, fell, he, he does. fell back. Every episode. Joe fell back. Kanye, the shit Kanye doing is weird, dude. Yeah, yeah it is. Joe's man. talking about Drake in a music sense. Shit, he's outdoing. Kanye's talking about like Drake needs to pay homage and Bro, he needs to. Well, regardless of how you talk about him, you should talk about him. You should obsess. So it's, it's different. You know, it's, 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 it's a different though. type of it's obsession. Levels. Yeah, it's a different type of obsession. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's a thin line between. Hey, do, do, do tell, do tell a different level. There's a thin line between <laughs> obsessions. The way the way Kanye talking about him is like, I don't know, man. It's it's weird, dude. It's just weird. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. You man. up tweeting at two thirty, three o'clock in the morning? 
That's a different. That's a different yeah, type of yeah. obsession. Yeah, Drake on his mind. I guess so, man. <laughs> hey, 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 he, he roll over and look at Kim, and then think about Drake, and it's like. Yeah. And another thing. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what he's doing, pretty yeah, much. Basically. So I'm expecting another rant in a couple of weeks, man. Nah, so, yeah, probably. When he uh, off his meds. Yeah. Maybe a couple months. Nah, like, probably think probably when uh, <laughs> when Al- he gets close. Album time. Album, album time? time? Yeah, it's a rant coming. Yeah, for sure. Or the new colorway of schemes for them damn stupid ass Yeezy shits. Yeah. It's a rant coming, yep. Them, so, them Yeezys ugly as hell anyway, in my opinion, but, yeah, you know. Some of them I. You just got to wait on it, but it's coming. Yeah, it's yeah. coming. It's definitely going to happen. Yeah, but with all that being said, I guess tomorrow is Sunday, so we will all expect the new... Sunday service from Kanye <laughs> sometime tomorrow on social and media. And you will expect me not to care or listen to the shit. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. Me neither. Hey, man, but I guess that's about uh, wraps up this episode. We, yep. we, we do um a good look at the end of every episode, so I, I'm going to do a good look this week. What you got, N.O.? What you got? What you yeah. got? What you got? All right, man, I'm going to tell a story about um a young kid named Oscar Saxelby Lee. He's a five-year-old kid that has acute lymphoblastic leukemia. Doctors Mm. told his family that he only has three months to find a donor to help cure his cancer. His parents, Olivia and Jamie Lee, launched an appeal to find a match after the diagnosis. The goal was to get as many people possible to sign up to a blood stem cell donor register as part of a campaign called Hand in Hand for Oscar. Undeterred by heavy showers, nearly 5,000 people stood in line outside of Oscar School, which hosted the special drive to see if they were donors. All they had to do was get a, a sample swab and donate blood to see if they can um, be a match for them. The, the charity said the original record for a single event was 2,200 people. Oscar's campaign more than doubled that. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy, man. So I want to give a, a special shout out to all those people that stood in line to go help out a young kid who, who has uh, leukemia. When they didn't have Word. to, you know, the weather was bad. They still stood out there and, and went and showed their support and, and, and hoping that they could actually be a match to maybe um, help save this kid's life. So, yo, that's that, that's a very good look, man. And um, just to just just the update, it takes about six weeks for them to find a match. So we don't know if if any of them people were a match yet. But, yo, Oscar, we keep you and your sure, family yeah. in our prayers and we hope that you yes, you, indeed. Know, you you find a match and you, you come up out of that, man. Bless the fact, the fact that they did it, period. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's, no that's big, man. The luck. No doubt, no doubt. Yo, so I think that's about it for this episode, fellas. Hey, it's been real as always. Yep. Yep. Until the next episode. Yes, sir. Come back and do this again. Hey, until then, hold it down. We we out. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the rawest podcast on the planet. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share with a friend that needs to hear that raw. Oh, yes. Don't forget to follow Mel, T'Challa, D.A., Nori, and Eggy on all social media at Uncensored Mics. And if you have some feedback for the show, save it for someone who gives a damn. See you again next time on Uncensored Mics.